Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes of Purse Strings or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, an article by Andrew Adam Newman around uh, how Western hotels are trying to differentiate themselves with their hotel competitors. They're actually lending gear so you and I, when we travel, can actually exercise. Now, I don't know about you. I do try to take advantage of the, not the spa, sadly, but at least the workout facilities when I'm traveling. And for those of us who travel a lot, I know it's important to try to stay on the schedule. Well, now it's along with Capri Pants. And even bras for women. Now, the gear actually costs around 5 bucks. Um, anything from a new pair of socks for guests to keep. Um, you can even you know, pay 6 bucks for those new pair of socks. Now, this began as a pilot program at 10 properties way back in 2010. And now it's at all 118 properties in North America um, this year. So it's, it's definitely found um, a consumer base, if you will, and it's been launched through ads and on the back of uh, video screens on Delta airplanes and in elevators and office spaces and billboards, and it sounds like it's being plastered everywhere, um, ads in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and, of course, Runner's World. It's all part of a larger campaign called The Elements of Well-Being that was introduced last year at Weston um, and has kind of been rolling out ever since. Um, apparently, uh, this has gone all the way down to hotel employees who are even running with um, travelers. They run three to seven times a week. Um, Weston actually calls them running concierge. So I love that idea. Well, the Fairmont Hotels and Resorts has announced that members of its President's Club is actually able to now borrow running shoes and clothing from Reebok. So Reebok is getting into this as well. And as we know, it's harder and harder to find a loyal uh, base among travelers. And this is just one way hotels are hoping to get you running back to them each and every time. Well, our post profile today is the Gucci girl. She's a single woman in her late 20s to early 30s, a higher income, very fashion conscious. In fact, 
There's 2 million of these women out there, median age of 29, college grad, single and employed full-time, no kids in a home and making over 90000 a year. They do keep up with fashion. In fact, fashion magazines determine the types of clothes that they're going to buy, and they do change out their fashions each season. They love the novelty and change in style, and they love to go shopping. They like to make a statement uh, in any crowd that they find themselves in, and they consider themselves ambitious and, and really wanting to get to the very top of their career. They're not loyal people, so they're willing to try new brands and new stores, um, and they really do consider it to be somewhat of an adventure. Coupons draw them to stores that they don't normally shop at, so keep that in mind. So when they are shopping, they hit up Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, Banana Republic, just among a few. They're driving uh, Infinity and Mercedes and Nissans. And, of course, they're wearing Gucci. That's why they're the Gucci girls and Kenneth Cole and Calvin Klein. Uh, they're reading magazines like Cosmo and Glamour and Elle and In Style, as you would imagine, and reading The New Yorker. Um, on TV, they're watching E! and Lifetime and Bravo and HGTV as well. Well, my guest today knows all about trends, and, in fact, that's her business. Jody Turner is the founder of Culture of the Future, a trend and design culture consultancy in L.A., and Jody truly is a cultural trend anthropologist, and she's going to be on the program today to share some unique insights around cross-gender trends when it comes to marketing to women. More from Jody when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Celebrating the best in online advertising. The Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hi, this is Ross Dunn and... This is John Carcutt. ...from SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. From our families to yours, we want to wish you a safe and enjoyable holiday season. Have a happy holidays, everybody. Get the good gifts this year. From all of us to all of you, webmasterradio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Joining me today is Jody Turner, one of my favorite guests that's been on this program for a variety of times over the last years. Jody is the founder of Culture of the Future. It's a trend in design, culture, conservation consultancy um, all the way on the west coast in LA and Jody likes to describe herself as a cultural trend anthropologist and I know for a fact that she is. Jody, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. <laughs> great to have you back. I think the last time you were on it was a couple of years ago and at that time, my gosh, you were in the middle of a bunch of world travels. I always feel like you go to such exotic destinations and at the time you were talking about the concept of generosity and how it was taking hold across social media, and I'm assuming you're still traveling the world, right? Yes, yes, and that project with uh, the Generation G um, was really with Trend Watching, uh, now out of London, and they have, on trendwatching.com, they have an article on that, Generosity G, um, Generation G, which is generosity versus greed, and so that was written quite a while ago, but those uh, trends have kind of evolved, and um, that is actually who I was recently traveling with uh, for a month across Europe and the U.S. Um, most recently. Yes, and I know, in fact, you just wrapped up a seven-city board watching, and that's why I wanted to have you back on. I know you were talking about cross-generational trends, so if you don't mind, explain the term cross-generational and why it's important to marketers. Yes, yeah, so... Um Trend watching, you know, they asked me to, in their seminars, they did actually 14 cities. So I did seven of the cities, Berlin, oh, okay. Amsterdam, uh-huh. <laughs> Berlin, Amsterdam, London, New York, Toronto, Chicago, and San Francisco. And they had me get up and talk about case studies around um, working with Nike, uh, Virgin Atlantic, um, as well as Apple, and how typically you design for one generation. For instance, um, Nike originally might have designed in a hierarchical fashion toward a boomer or Gen X culture, and that's more toward the hero as athlete or always reaching and aspiring toward an individual athlete. You're running and you're doing an individual sport, and that evolved to be a more Gen X focus where it was, let's kind of go into the secret limited edition hierarchies of special products, which evolved to somewhat of a Livestrong uh, bracelet generation that is really about let's share common um, traits of Generation G or generosity. What do we stand for and what can we build together, which leads now to more 
of, say, a fuel band generation, which would be, you know, tracking what you're about but sharing it and being motivated by others. So motivational wellness or everybody is an athlete. So in working with Nike, I was able to just kind of witness this sort of transformation. And I began to track this with many brands, and so I I call it transformational branding or um, cross-generational branding. So you start with one generation, you lift up, and you can look forward into the future with youth, or you can just go across the board and begin to address the needs of everyone and allow them to imprint onto your product. Hmm. So you have to have a certain, I would imagine, flexibility um, in how you market it, because you would market it slightly differently, wouldn't you, Jody, to the different generations? Yes, but it would be inclusive versus segmented. So if you think about Apple, how they designed to Generation X, well, you know, think differently is very boomer mm-hmm. um, originated, but um, then they dropped computers and now they're more about entertainment. And that is Gen X. Gen X is the first probably um, true um, online entertainment generation. It's it's evolved from that to more little e entertainment or, you know, YouTube entertainment. But Back then, it was about music so much um, online. And now, you know, if you think about designing to Gen X and then taking it further, Apple has created Gen X engagement and experiential because Gen X is the experience economy. And then it's opened it up. It includes um, Boomer. It includes Gen X and Gen Y. It allows you now to come in through apps and push and move, you know, what you need through um, Apple, and that is more the hackable generation, Gen Y, and the younger generations. So, retail has the Genius Bar, which allows people that are not so, um, you know, tech engaged to come in and learn. And they've got the one-on-one, and so they're they're hitting it across the board. So you get your slate, your Apple computer, and you can kind of imprint your need onto it. Um, I'm a Genius Bar user. Um, I go in and get coached about, you know, how to use different softwares. I, um, I use apps, um, you know, in order to be able to, you know, ex- extend my offerings, you know, and, and broaden my ability um, to use it. So you have choices. And this is a very cross-generational approach. And I was able to kind of witness from, you know, the early, from probably the early 80s to now how Apple has done that transformation through various engagements with them. Mm -hmm. And people talk about Apple all the time because they have done a magnificent job at marketing to everyone and being very, very design forward, but also very marketing forward. And as you said, very inclusive so that people can make it their own, really. However, that may be for them personally. It becomes a very personal brand. Um, and as we look at the generations, one of the things that we know affects all of us is the economy. And I'm curious, as you, as you look across the generations, how has the economy impacted uh, the generations perhaps differently? Or is there a big difference among the generations when it comes to the economic effect? Um, there is a, a major difference. And I think the economy has impacted everyone. You know, none of us are untouched. And, and in this way, we are somewhat globalizing through various um, challenges that we all have to face and how we face them. And then we're now sharing 
through our our local uh, solutions and then through our you know to the global mind so this is these challenges are growing us and I think that um, a generation can be defined by the census as anything that a group of youth experience that is impactful and influences them so say this generation is really impacted by the economy um, and by say 9-11 this young generation um, we are you know we as boomers are impacted by um, say my parents came out of World War II um, and so we are definitely influenced by the things that happened during our childhood um, so for, for me uh, remembrance of JFK is, is profound uh, Martin Luther King so these sorts of um, experiences create a common cultural soup. Now, people can't really be limited to their generation because we have many influences in our lives. But there is a basic uh, experience that we can kind of talk about and move from. So I would say yes, young people are very influenced by the economy today. We're seeing them be very smart about going online and finding the best deals and still trying to keep some sort of idea of, um, you know, um, ethics or ethos because this is a generation of contributing back. So they love to contribute mm -hmm. to their finding the best deal online, etc. Yeah, it is interesting that as you look at, at it through the social soup lens, as you call it, um, sadly, this younger generation, uh, the millennials clearly will be affected by economics and then, of course, war, right? I mean, we've been at war for a decade, so that will imprint upon them most certainly. I am curious what you think the, the biggest predictors of perhaps even the children who um, are babies and, and in high school, so younger, I think, younger than millennials, I forget what we call them, what you think they're the things that will predict um, predict for them? Hopefully it won't be war. Hopefully it won't be economics. Is there any way to kind of look into the crystal ball and see what might be predictors for them? Well, you know, you can kind of look at how each generation steps us forward. So the boomers really moved us into the industrial era, era and then Gen X boomeranged us back to a craft era, you know, and so each generation kind of moves us forward in one direction, knowingly or unknowingly, and then the next generation kind of responds to that and has to deal with that, and now we try to give gifts to the, the generation coming forward if we are together, and so boomers tried to make sure that Gen Xers didn't suffer financially. Gen Xers find that family is more important to them and living in a smaller way that's more handleable, uh, and then Gen Y is really the integrative. Uh, Gen Y is more about um, an integrative generation. They can ha have both minds. They're left and right brain, and so they're integrative. It's the remix culture. They're kind of combining things in new ways. And then the Gen Z, as some call them, I call them just the next gen for now, they are really about... I would say Gen Y is about sharing. They had to learn how to share as they graduate from college, and it's not an abundance culture. They're becoming entrepreneurial, and they learn how to share with each other, share houses, um, create um, jobs together for themselves, um, create resumes together from their own um, self-created businesses. 
Um, there's a shareable.net um, is all about this sort of lifestyle for Gen Y coming out of college looking for work and that whole intern economy. And now we're seeing this younger generation really being about defining what having is to them. They don't see it in a boomer way. They don't see it in a Gen X way or Gen Y. They see it as this is what we're given. We're going to work with this. But it means we have to do this differently. So they're about rewriting. They're not about rebelling. So they're going to rewrite things to work for them. They're going to use the skills they have, which are considerable, considering that they are the um, highest number of people graduating from college is the millennials, and that will only increase. So we're seeing a highly educated group come forward in our Western world. Um, also, self-education online, etc. So I would say that this generation is really about self-creation, but living smaller and living mm -hmm. more free. And that is just more natural to them. So I think that that's where we're heading. To me, we have a foot in the old world and a foot in the new world. Now, the young generation is fully in this new world. They are born into and accept this economy. So I think that's what's, they're just going to work from there. Mm -hmm. They're, they're going to take what they're given and, as you said, rewrite it. I think that's fascinating because they really don't know any differently. And we know this economy is forever changeless. We won't be going back. We, we have to move forward. I am curious, though. You call them next generation. I love that. Do you feel like they're embracing of the economy as it is today and, and basically taking what they have and making the best out of it. Do you think that that has reverberations on later generations that ultimately it will help all of us be able to accept what we have? I mean, do you think that, that they're big enough in, in size that they can have that kind of impact on the rest of us? I do think so because there's a lovely resonance between this next gen and the boomer generation, which, you know, we're the grandparents, they're the grandchildren. And you'll see that there's a lovely resonance. And that's because, um, well, the grandparent-grandchild um, relationship is always strong. But the next gen is about contributing, and it's about contributing value, whatever that means, um, because they know the world needs it. And um, the boomer generation did want change. It was kind of commodified and co-opted into this identity-building uh, brand culture that we see today. And so with this kind of conversation between those generations, I think that there's an interesting link. The boomers are very um, task-focused and outcome-focused. And, and Gen Y, I mean, uh, Next Gen is also very outcome-focused, but with value. So what are the true values? So we're going to be seeing a lot of shifts. We're seeing a lot of young people really get engaged in social innovation, um, that this is a big trend. Um, we're seeing companies like all brands are now getting involved in some sort of social innovation aspect. And the reason for this is with transparency and social media, we really have to go from disruptive branding to um, kind branding. You know, So we're mm -hmm. seeing in a big way. So what does it mean when we are a kind brand? It means that we are actually, we have empathy and innovation comes through empathy. And, you know, I heard this recently from the cultural insights director from Coke in speaking with him. And he was talking about, you know, we are heading toward full transparency. And so with that, 
we have to now work with people where they're at, where their issues are, and develop loyalty by um, showing up in interesting ways. And so they've partnered with TED, um, doing the 5 by 20 work in Africa with um, microfinancing women and young women. Um, and so they have a lot of programs that are being implemented around this because while on one hand they are contributing to a lot of the issues with their brand, they also have to then move toward um, healthier branding and healthier ways of living. Um, we're seeing Nike move toward design to move dot com, and that is really about we need to wake up to what young people truly need, and that is an aspect of kindness branding. Like, how do people to move? How do we get them engaged? And so, to me, companies like Nike and even Coke have to become motivational wellness companies to survive. And that's going to be that's where our foot is in one old world and where we would make money and not really look at the consequences to the new world where everyone is looking at the consequences. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's interesting that you bring up, bring up Nike that um, anyone can be great or the greatness campaign. Um, you know, it just, it's, it's great work and it, it, again, it, it taps into yes, health and wellness, but also people's inner character about what they want to be. It's very aspirational, inspirational at the same time. So when you talk about companies showing empathy, um, it really is about how can, as, as a corporate culture, a corporation in itself, we can help others help themselves, don't you think? Yes, yes. I, I like that. I like what you're... And the only reason I talk about these companies that I'm mentioning, I've done work with them, and so I have a personal sort of exposure to them, so I feel like I can at least... Um, I like to talk about brands that I've met the people that are working on the projects or have worked some on the projects so that I can speak from a personal as well as a um, professional Mm-hmm. Um, aspect. I mean, many brands are doing interesting things, and I don't want to keep other brands out. Um, but I do think that, um, you know, brands, particularly today, and I love that this man, Tom LaForge, is a cultural insights director because we, we are seeing things truly shift in our world. There's a rising population in, in ages, um, you know. And there is also, you know, women are increasing uh, their influence. Um, European female grads outnumber males three to one, and currently U.S. women outnumber U.S. men in both business and law schools. So there's a major marketplace influence shift going on, and all I call it is a balance. We are having, you know, like a large number of immigrants to Europe. Uh, Hispanics are a very large influential population here. Um, And so with that, um, we really need to begin to look at balance. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that's all it's about. Cross-cultural, cross-generational balance. Our world needs a wide swath of engagement from expected and unexpected places to achieve and accomplish a healthy marketplace Mm-hmm. In the, today, and to me, a healthy marketplace means we've got a developed and an emerging world which has you know, a very different flow of evolution when it comes to women and cultures. And then we've got the, the developed world, which you know, we've got to make sure that within that, we really focus on those that are still developing. And that would be women and cross-cultural um, peoples. Because... If you're developing, you're innovative. If you're developing, you're 
full of life. If you're developing, you have something really to contribute and you are engaged. So to me, the developing people within a developed world are the power places as well as the developing uh, or emerging markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those developing countries, those developing cultures are ones definitely keep our eyes on because that's where, as you say, some of the best new ideas may be coming from. Um, we're going to try to squeeze the Jody, and come back and have one last question for you. Um, and I'll tee it up now. What are you keeping your eye on as we wrap up the year and maybe going into 2013 that you want the rest of us to be aware of? So more from Jody Turner when we return after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Happy holidays, everyone, from the Live Tip Show here. Hope you tune into our show this coming year. Remember, chips do not make good pets. Stay away from yellow snow, and an escalator can never break. It can only become a set of stairs. Happy holidays, everyone. From all of us to all of you, WebmasterRadio.fm, wishing you happy holidays and a prosperous new year. First Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. It's been my pleasure to be talking today with Jody Turner, founder of CultureOfFuture.com. And I always tend to run out of time with Jody because, Jody, you have such great things to talk about. And today I know we've been talking about cross-generational marketing and uh, specifically next generation and their impact on all of us as they 
try to rewrite um, their lives, especially based in uh, what's been going on in the economy. But as we wrap up, I have to ask you, because this is what you do day in and day out, you keep your eyes on trends, what do you feel are the one to two big looming trends, Jody, that are really going to impact us as we wrap up this year and move into next? Well, thank you, and thank you for having me on the show. It's pretty much we are looking at trends that are applicable and useful in this economy. And while we are also about the truly creative and innovative, we want to make sure we keep developing because that is the most interesting place and we are in an evolution economy. We also want to make sure that whatever we're evolving is kind of applicable. So like I just recently saw an app that allows you to, um, whatever surface, to have a keypad from your phone project. Now that to me is useful. And it's also exciting. So these are the trends that we're talking about. But in terms of marketing, it's really about understanding how you can be a contributor to people's lives. It's new ways of building loyalty. And so don't be afraid of being creative and innovative, even if the economy is uneven, because it's expected today. And also move toward things that might frighten you, like content, digital, building loyalty through gamification. Because really, let's just demystify it. It's really about sharing smartly sharing content that allows you to be a tastemaker, an influencer, or a contributor where people live. So your end user, what are they interested in? Share it smartly, not overabundantly. Share what they care about, and that builds loyalty. You can also set up ways to entertain your end user with reward platforms that keep them coming back with gain and not pain. And so this is the appreciation economy, alive and growing. And I would look at my Starbucks and how they've set up reward programs. That That's very successful. And so in conclusion, I would say that um, brands are scrambling right now to prove their worth beyond products that they are selling, to show how they contribute to people's lives in ways that we consider important. And there are uh, touch points. So let's just demystify. Let's move forward and come up with practical ways to engage and contribute. Oh, that's great. Great words of advice, Jody. And I know that you consult across some a uh, lot of really major brands, household brands, and um, and clearly can see why they um, they consult you for your wisdom. Uh, I think some of the things that you've shared today have been have been really impactful. The transparency, um, the the gain versus pain, and the the really being that influencer tastemaker that enrich our consumers' lives. Uh, will then draw them to our brands and keep them loyal. And I think those are, are things all of us can take away today. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you, Maria. It's a pleasure. And I want to remind everybody you can learn more about Jody and what all the great work she's doing at cultureoffuture.com. And you're going to want to check out uh, her blog at Fast Company and uh, keep track of what Jody's talking about because she will keep you on the cutting edge. And thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.